I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer for the Waco Police Department. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. Thanks for joining us on this episode today. It's the beginning of the new year, so Happy New Year's yeah. to all of you out there. We hope you had a safe and wonderful uh, holiday season and New Year's, and now we got all that over with, right? Busy time and... I'm ready to more, relax now. More new things to talk about. More We've new things to talk about. New unit to discuss and got a, the new supervisor over that unit here with us. That's right. With a new year, we have a new unit. That's the net unit. And we have Sergeant Chet Long with us to talk about that. Thanks so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you for having me. I know everyone is a little skeptical when they want to come on our podcast. It's hard to get you people to talk sometimes. People are scared of us, but <laughs> I don't know why. I know, we're fun people, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's first, before we get into the net unit, let's talk a little bit about your time here at the department. When did you start and why did you want to work with Waco PD? So I started back in uh, 2007 um, after leaving the Marine Corps and um, I... Uh, I never thought I would ever want to be a police officer, so uh, it was kind of a it's kind of a fluke. A buddy asked me to um, come up here and test with him, and I ended up getting the job, and he didn't. Oh, no. um, <laughs> and uh, I uh, never really looked back. Um, enjoyed it ever since. So that's awesome. And so, what have you done while you've been here at the police department? <clears throat> a good portion of what I did um, here at the police department has always been self-initiated jobs. I. Uh, I you know served a short time on patrol. Um, went to a street crimes unit. Um, did that for about three and a half years. Went to narcotics for about four years after that, and then served as the U.S. Marshal Task Force officer before I promoted. Um, and then when I promoted, um, helped form the uh, the CCAS unit, <clears throat> um, and then later took this opportunity to start the the net unit here. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we should tell them what net. Yes. Stands for. What does that stand for, Sarge? So uh, NET is uh, the Neighborhood Engagement Team. Okay, okay. And so why was it so, like, you know, what, what is the NET unit? What, if you were to describe what this unit is, what they do, how would you describe that to anyone? I guess the easiest way to explain it is that we will, we're giving the community a voice in, in, in how we uh, solve their problems. Um, some problems are... Um, systemic and they, they are a little bit uh, deeper rooted in, in the city. We find that, that some of these problems um, can't be handled in you know a 15, 20 minute um, call. And sometimes yeah. it takes you know outside resources to, to help you know fix some of the problems that the community has. Um, when you have the, the maybe the problematic neighbor or you know you have the, the different um, types of you know, resource issues within your community. Um, it takes a little bit more work than just a than just a patrol. You know, patrol response. So I believe that the net unit, the the biggest the biggest function is to work with the the neighborhood, um, the the neighborhood associations, and give them a voice to the police department, and then basically work on whatever those issues are um, in collaboration with that community or with that neighborhood. Well, it's that time of year again, and it's the time where we search for new recruits to join our police department team. The Waco Police Department's civil service test is scheduled for March 19th. This is a day where a written and physical test is complete that you have to pass to start the process in becoming a 
Waco police officer. Before the civil service test is taken, you must complete an online application that you can find on our website, wacopolice.com. The deadline to complete that application is March 1st. And for any questions, you can call our personnel unit at 254-750-7510. Nice. So... Basically, instead of having the neighborhood association have to repeatedly call the police, they've got someone, hey, like, Sergeant Long, one of your people, can they help with this? That's and then cool. you guys kind of figure out a solution that may not necessarily be a law enforcement approach. Right. There's a lot of stuff, if it's not criminal, we can't do as much, but it sounds like you're opening doors to... Right. to help those neighbors. So each one of the neighborhoods will have um, will have an officer specifically assigned to their neighborhood. Um, that way they'll see the same face, they'll be very familiar. Um, those officers will also, and, and a good portion of this will also be the community engagement side where they're, they're gonna be doing an outreach or community outreach style um, approach as well where you know they'll be involved in if the neighborhood has block parties or national night out and things like that as well. So it's not just, it's not gonna be just a, professional as much as it'll also be on a, on a personal level with that officer um, to include you know schools that were are in those neighborhoods you know we're going to try to you know do some outreach within the schools um, I know at times you know some of our local ISD police departments are kind of tapped for resources and things like that yeah. so um, we'll be able to we'll be able to kind of help supplement some of that at times too Sweet. That's awesome. I see yeah. with, with the net unit and also with our new social worker, we've had her on the podcast in the past. There's definitely more stuff we're doing within the department to help our community, like you said, continuously. It's not just kind of answering the call, dealing with it, and moving on to the next one. It's that, it's that prolonged help that we really need to start and figure out. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, I think recently, you know, I've... Uh, it's become a passion of mine to, um, and I and I know, you know, with with the things that we've seen recently with you know law enforcement across America, I think one of the things that's kind of been a passion of mine that that we do seek some of those long term solutions rather than some of the short term band aids that we've used in the past. Yeah. Um, and I've really enjoyed um, you know being involved in trying to look for you know new innovative ways to to, to do some of that. And I say new and innovative. Um, you know, I think every some of the larger scale departments across, you know, across the United States have, have maybe done some of this for years. Um, but in those larger departments, in those larger communities, there's, you know, there's, there's an abundance of resources as compared to our community right. where the resources are fewer and, and, you know, a lot, um, a lot less established, you know. So I think, you know, building those relationships with those resources and trying to figure out which ones are available is really, really good. And I think it'll be really helpful over the, over the next, you know, years to come. Thank you. Awesome. So how many people are in the net unit? We just hired our officers for that That's spot. right. So um, Commander Wallace will um, be commanding the uh, Community Services Division, um, which basically includes community outreach, um, neighborhood engagement, and SAFE. Um, with, with that, um, the neighborhood engagement team will have five officers and then six including myself, so I will supervise those five officers. Each one of those officers will have between um, four and six neighborhoods that they will, that they will be personally uh, involved with. Um, some neighborhoods that they're, that they're working with don't have established neighborhood um, associations, and part of that will be trying to reestablish some of those neighborhood associations that are missing. So if there is anybody um, who um, wants to become involved in the neighborhood associations, um, 
the uh, Office of Neighborhood Engagement at the city basically has been kind of keeping tabs on that and, and also attending the neighborhood uh, meetings. Um, I've attended a good portion of them since I took over this new role. Um, and we've, you know, while, while we've went to, we went to some of these, um, if, you know, if there are people that want to be involved with those, the Office of Neighborhood Engagement can, can you know, um, help navigate, you know, people going to them. Also, um, those that aren't established or if, they, if, if people know that there aren't um, or they, there is no neighborhood association, they could possibly start one within their community. Do you want to help right. solve crime in your neighborhood? Well, the Neighborhood Camera Initiative is something you might want to sign up for. Ring doorbells, nest cameras, and all the other camera security systems installed on homes and businesses that are facing public areas are tools that could help our officers solve very important crimes. By signing up your camera or cameras in the Neighborhood Camera Initiative, it allows our officers' knowledge to where these cameras are, and if a crime had happened, it could have possibly saw the incident in question. You can sign up your camera on the City of Waco website at wacopolice.com. Nice. That's so awesome. it's been really good. So we talk about the neighborhood associations, we've got the net team, we've got city hall. Why is it so important we all work together? Well, I think I think the biggest thing is to give the community the voice. Um, and and basically, you know, having a police officer, I think, who is there to to field those those hard questions or to field those problems that, that they're having within their community, I think I think is is very positive. You know, um, policing for for the last, you know, 20 plus years has become such a uh, reactionary, you know, a reactionary force. We've, we've basically become a group who um, only reacts to what we hear on the radio and respond to what we hear on the radio. And um, we've lost a lot of that community engagement. Um, and I think, and, and I don't think it's, it's, it's the fault of anyone specific. It's just kind of the way things have went with the higher call loads and things like that over the years. So, I think it's really important for us to focus on um, going to the community first, allowing them to voice the problems before they become before they become calls. Um, and and also, I think you know, I think over the over time, as we start to you know engage with them and work on these problems and and have two way communication about you know where we lack and where they lack, um, I think we can really I think we can really come to an understanding about you know. Um, you know, what's available to them and, and, and how we can all better, you know, better serve them and, and basically better, you know, um, also, you know, help, help kind of like reduce our call loads as well. Um, but I think it's important to give the community a voice. Um, you know, we've been part of here recently over the past couple of weeks, you know, we've been part of several different, um, you know, neighborhood meetings and things like that and getting to hear some of the issues that, that, that this that they're dealing with and some of the perceptions that they may have of us um, and some of the perceptions that we may have of, of, of those communities um, and, and getting an understanding both ways is is been super helpful. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing is giving the community the voice and giving them, you know, giving them the resources right right there in front of them instead of having to having to wait until it blows up into a call. Definitely. So what would be the thing you're most looking forward to about starting this unit? My biggest, I think my biggest thing is like, I've always, I've always really embraced the problem solving style of policing. Um, I've always been one who enjoys the, 
you know, the, the long-term investigation or the, the, you know, digging deeper into problems and being able to try to solve those problems through resources rather than um, the simple Band-Aid fixes of, you know, arrest and repeat and things yes. like that. So I think over the years, um, you know, I've really kind of went towards that. So me personally, I know my favorite part will be just engaging with the community um, and building the trust. Um, I really have always enjoyed that, and I've really enjoyed interacting with people so I think that this will be a this will be a really fun opportunity to do that. Awesome. Yeah, I think this team is going to be a real good kind of barrier breaker, I guess, if you want to call it that, to, to help us, like you say, understand, communicate, and hopefully change what a lot of those problems are in the area. And also, it kind of helps our patrol officers, too, in the end, if they are going to be responding to calls in that area. Maybe there's something in place or whatever you guys end up doing, it, it just helps it trickles down, and right. so so it helps so many more than just the neighborhood or the officers in this unit. It's going to help so many, and I think that's awesome. I think internally with the police department, you know, um, like you said, I think one of the biggest things I know that we're going to focus on too is, is is how to, you know, assist within the police department as well. You know. Um, if we have, you know, I don't know, problems with burglary, you know, working with the, the burglary unit um, in, in specific neighborhoods, you know, a lot of those things become very neighborhood oriented. Um, and, you know, trying to trying to help the burglary unit at times or, you know, or, you know, if we're having um, just different different types of problems within neighborhoods. It, it generates a lot of calls and it'll generate a lot of a lot of work for those detective units as well. And I think one of the things just focusing on trying to, you know, trying to help those units as well and, you know, working collaboration within the department internally, I think we'll definitely we'll definitely see a little bit more success there as well. Yeah. So, so. obviously this team, it wasn't thought of yesterday. No. <laughs> so talk about kind of the process that how, how a new team and, and a new unit is formed within the police department. How long did this take? Well, I know that this unit has been thought about for um, the past, you know, couple of years at least that I've, you know, I've heard about it. Um, and, you know, I know that there was there was the need to, you know, hire um, to raise our hiring to, you know, get um, I think seven new positions created within the police department to to, to build this unit um, initially. Um, and then, you know, that didn't come to fruition until I think, you know, early or excuse me, late last year. Um, and then when that, you know, when that happened, basically from there, you know, we were able to um, we were able to start, you know, looking at how how that was going to be formed. Um, and, you know, when I when I got selected for the uh, the supervisor position for it, you know, it, it, we have to you have to come up with a testing process within the department um, and had to, you know, had to try to do that and then get the officers tested for um, and everything. Everything becomes, you know, uh, everything from, you know, trying to order office supplies all the way to, you know, trying to get officers ready and trained um, to be able to do this type of work. Um, so, you know, there's uh, we've selected a great group. So I think that I don't think that there's going to be any problems there, but um, just getting them ready to, to kind of understand um, how to tackle these problems, you know, and, and a different way to look at it. Um, some some are coming, you know, directly from patrol. Um, so they, you know, they're, they're used to that um, that quick reaction rather, rather than that like long term yeah. look at things. So just getting them, getting them focused and ready to look at look at things a little bit longer. Like, hey, um, this is gonna, might take this may take a week to work on, <laughs> right. rather than like you know 15, 20, 30 minutes. 
Um, you can't, you know, this is something that's not going to end within a patrol ship. So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it. I think there's a lot of thought that goes into it. You know, there's been a lot of meetings and a lot of, you know, a lot of conversation. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. It's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be great. The department is currently looking for those to join our dispatch team as 911 call takers. Being a dispatch operator means being the first to answer the call for help. As a dispatcher, your job is to answer emergency and non-emergency calls for police, fire, and emergency medical assistance. When you work as a dispatcher for Waco PD, you're helping not only your Waco community, but the entire county. To apply, you can visit the City of Waco website. We can't wait for you to be a part of the Waco PD team. Be great. Yeah, you seem very passionate about when you're talking about yeah, this. So, I'm excited about it for sure. <laughs> so, well, what, where does the passion come from? Why do you like to do this so much and, and this type of work? I mean, personally, um, you know, on a, on a personal side of things, I, I just I, I have a legitimate care for people, and I think that I, you know, I don't I don't know that. I think I think ultimately that people people deserve a voice, um, you know. When you look at different you know different things of of you know different um, concepts that have have emerged over the you know the last um, the last several years in criminal justice work, you know, you look at like procedural justice and and you talk about things like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of truth to it. And one of the one of the pillars of procedural justice, you know, is, is a voice and is giving somebody a voice. And I think that this is the best avenue for that. I think that, you know, having, allowing, allowing somebody to, um, to talk to you and basically be real back, you know, and say, Hey, look, you know, maybe these officers, I don't feel like these officers served me. And, and it could be, it could be that, that, it's just perception on their part. Um, it could be that they really weren't served properly. Um, and I think that this gives the opportunity for them to voice that, say that, um, talk, talk about it. Um, I think it gives the community a, a, a lot of, I think it gives the community a lot of buy-in in their own, you know, in their, their how, how the police department serves them. Um, I've always been, like I said, I've always been a, a people person. I've always liked to talk to people. I've always wanted to do that type of work. So I think that um, I think that this, for me, this this suits suits that. You know, it really it really sticks. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm excited about it though, for sure. Yeah, the team yeah. will definitely hit the ground running. I know that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's probably enough issues that you guys. I know you haven't started yet. Maybe by the time this podcast comes out, you guys will be out in the community. But when can people start seeing you guys and you guys start working on some of these so, yeah, projects? Yeah, so just because, uh, just because it hasn't really started yet, it kind of has started already for me. Um, I've already started kind of trying to tackle a few problems. I've had some successes um, so far. Um, but, yeah, so as far as the officers, you'll see them probably um, – you know, the first month, I think, so January, we'll start January 3rd. And I think throughout the first month, we've got quite a bit of training coming up um, and trying to get those officers trained and ready to ready to get out there. And I think you can expect to see them probably the about the first week of February. Okay. Um, they'll start attending, you know, from there, they'll start attending the neighborhood meetings regularly for their neighborhoods. Um, you know, I'll probably go with them and introduce them to, to their neighborhoods. That way they... Uh, they know who you know who the um, 
who the partners are within within those neighborhoods and who you know who's running the neighborhood associations um, and just getting them out there and letting them you know letting them start to start to develop some good problem solving skills for them so awesome yeah that yeah. is awesome and I know you know with that you guys also have a pretty big event coming Wake up yeah. on the beat so, uh, the heartbeat the, uh, the prevention summit um, so uh, Chief Victorian wanted uh, wanted to um, provide the community with a um, a form of, of crime prevention, um, both training and also maybe different tools that they can use um, they can use to prevent um, crime within within their communities or their own homes or businesses. And um, recently, we kind of started planning that. We're looking at, right now, we're looking at February 19th is the date. Um, it'll run from about 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and the idea is it'll be at Knox Hall over off of, uh, over off of Ranger Way by uh, University Parks and I-35. Um, and part of it, um, a big portion of it in Knox Hall will be set up for vendor use. Um, different vendors, you know, whether it be from security cameras to window films, door locks, um, safes, those types of things, uh, different types of things to prevent um, prevent crime or to try to deter crime in, in different ways. Also, um, the other part of it is we're going to have a, a schedule with a list of uh, different um, classes that the community can take that they can sit through um, and they would be able to learn uh, different different tools or different practices to um, better protect themselves from you know from criminal activity um, it's going to be totally free to the public also free to the vendors um, the only the only thing that we're asking of the vendors is that they provide door prizes um, and if they provide door prizes to us basically that way we can we can raffle off some door prizes uh, during the day um, whether you know whether that be a, a you know a free camera or a um, you know maybe a, a install or you know whatever that looks like um, from the vendor um, but we're still taking applications for vendors and we'll be doing that till January 14th um, so we're definitely looking. We're definitely looking for vendors to to come in and and support us. Crime Stoppers is an organization which bridges the gap between law enforcement and the community, so together we can solve crimes in our neighborhoods. Crime Stoppers encourages the community to assist in the fight against crime by overcoming the two key elements which inhibit community involvement: fear and apathy. Crime Stoppers allow citizens to anonymously submit tips. Tips can get you up to a $2,000 reward if it leads to an arrest or solves a crime. Tips can be submitted by calling 254-753-HELP, which is 4357, visiting wacocrimestoppers.org or downloading the P3 app. Remember, tip submission is always anonymous and can lead to a reward of up to two thousand dollars. Support us. We, yeah. Awesome. So, so if, if the vendor wanted to reach out, how can they do that or be a part yeah, of? Yeah. So, um, sorry, I had to write this one down, but um, they will be they'll be um, able to reach out um, right now. Uh, Cipriana Molina here at the police department is taking those those uh, applications for vendors, and she has a survey that she'll send out to each one of the vendors. If anybody's um, interested, they can reach out to her at her email address here, and it's uh, Cipriana M at WacoTX.gov. It's S I P R I A N A M at Waco text or tx all one word dot gov or they can uh, reach out to her on her uh, phone line here it's 750-7612
All right, that sounds like really fun to know that it it's does. not just yeah. it's not just people to talk to vendors and you know these vendors trying to kind of sell their product and, and help in that way, but also those classes. I didn't right. know about that. That was really cool. Yeah, the classes are going to be fun. Um, we've got we've got several that we we've already kind of started working on. Um, I've got several great instructors here from the police department and a couple of outside agencies that are willing to talk about different things. We're looking at different types of res residential security. We're looking at um, you know a, a civilian response to active shooter um, style uh, style training um, and, and you know just situational awareness when it comes to that sort of thing. We're also looking at um, you know social media um, and how to, you know, how to better protect yourself with social media and protect your children from social media. Um, so we've got, we've got several really, I think, really cool classes coming up um, and we're, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Well, anything else that, Not that I can think of. you'd like to say before we wrap this up? Well, I think that's, I think we've covered it. Yeah, I, th I think so too. So you know, we're excited to see what this net unit does, and of course, you know, you can follow us on all of our social media sites. I'm sure we'll be posting and giving updates to the community about what's going on. Sure. Of course, follow us for that. Uh, more details on that crime prevention summit, February nineteenth. February nineteenth. Oh, I remembered. Nine a.m. Huh? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. it'll okay. start. Yep. 9 a.m. at Knox Hall. Well, perfect. Well, Sergeant Long, thank you so much for joining us. And we appreciate all of you for tuning in our first episode of the year. I'm excited to get uh, get this year going. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, Waco. Lots Waco. of new things in store. Till next time. <laughs>